0: Mexico Mexico and
1: we're back. For a special edition again of Off the on the road, live from Mexico City, 2.30 p.m. on Tuesday, just coming back from the Impact's press conference right now, where I was able to get some quotes and sound from Evan Bush, Jack McInerney, Becky Sumari, as well as Mauro Biello in French and English. You'll be able to hear this on this show right here and come in a little later today, about in one hour. The first ever edition of a French off the woodworks called La Transversale. It's going to be a little later and look for a guest later tonight. Maybe Arcadio Marcosi, maybe who knows? A lot of people will might have a chance to be on the show tonight. We're going to be on the road at Esteka. But for now, we're going to start with the IPEX Print Conference. So uh, without further ado, you'll have Evan Bush, then Jack Mack, then Baki Sumari. And pay attention to Baki Sumari's uh, answer, especially to the one question where uh, the Spanish reporters were asking him how, well, Spanish, the Mexican reporter were asking how uh, how does he think MLS affects his MLS season, affects the Champions League right now. So, really interesting tidbits of information. We'll be back later on tonight for another uh, edition of Of The Woodworks on the road, live from Mexico City. But for now, we'll start with uh, Evan Bush. you got to
2: be hoping that the guys front. sure guys you are keeping focus on where the game plan is and not them. So Well, I think what you have to keep in mind is that that was the second leg of a semifinal where they needed to throw everything at us. Um, this is the first leg, which typically is a bit different, you know. Teams are a little bit more reserved in uh, leaving numbers and gaps in the back, uh, and if, in Costa Rica if they had played that way as well, we probably wouldn't have gotten our two goals, so. Um, Going forward, I think it's the first leg here. It's probably going to be a little bit more organized, and um, there's going to be a little bit more, uh, you know, commitment from both sides as far as uh, the tactical approach. Uh, and then second leg, you know, all bets are out the window because you know whoever needs a goal, in they're going to be able to fight for But But you know, I expect that our guys learned a good lesson in Costa Rica as far as uh, how to manage leads, how to, how to, you know, get through games like that, and. Do you feel America's something to prove in front of the fans tomorrow? Uh, possibly. Um, you know, it's interesting because uh, when we were down here for preseason, we went to the game that they won 5-0 at home, and they won 6-0 last week at home. So it's, uh, it's been a little bit up and down. So you know they're capable of winning big, but you also know that they're a bit um, you know, vulnerable in some areas. Uh, but at the same time, you know, they're playing without a couple of their key players I don't know what the status is guys. A uh, team like America always has mm-hmm. to because it's, it's a massive club and the question I mean problem is going to be
3: good term, so, uh, you know, yeah. in yeah. situations mm-hmm. like that, you know, you're always going to have something uh, to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, to prove, but, uh but a mm-hmm. Champions League like mm-hmm. final, so we have
0: something to improve as well. Evan, here, who or what do you consider is the biggest threat for your team the day after tomorrow?
2: I think that there's a number of them. As I said, you know, their front four or five guys are fantastic. Rolta, Vendetto, Montero, I know uh, also had a big history with Montero in Champions League. Um, so, you know, the fans are familiar with him. Um, but all those guys, uh, they can do amazing things at the drop of a hat. So uh, you can't really key in on one player. Uh, you just kind of have to stay committed, organized, and kind of try to keep them in front of you. And, um, you know, it's just going to be a team effort. Yeah,
0: it's true uh, America has some vulnerable points, but it... Uh, 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 besides from all that, America is on the first place uh, on the first places of the Mexican League. Do you feel you're in any sort of disadvantage, given that uh, you haven't had uh, some good results in your league?
2: No, not really. Uh, you know, I think we've put a lot of emphasis on the uh, Champions League. Uh, our league is done it all to kind of help us with moving games around. Um, so I don't really think that we can put much stock in what we've done in the league. Uh, yeah, we we've lost two and we've drawn two in our league, but. Uh, three of those games have been on the road and then the other game at home uh, we were without really a number of our guys because of uh, injuries and international breaks so there's a lot of things that uh that happened so far in the league that don't really they're not really indicative of who we are as a team and uh, i'm pretty sure once we get back into league play uh, we'll start getting results i'm mean, about an obligation to represent mexican soccer in this final do you guys feel an obligation to represent mls and to represent the league and not necessarily just yourself yeah, I think so. But uh, well, once you start thinking about that and putting the, the weight of the league on your shoulders, it becomes a little bit more, uh, you know, country versus country or league versus league. And uh, at that point, you know, you're putting unnecessary pressures on yourself. So for us, we're just trying to concentrate on what got us here and you know what's going to hopefully get us results in this uh, in this final, and you know, um, all to the media to kind of deal with uh, anything that you know the league. For, uh, biggest, uh, crowd to, uh, okay. biggest crowd, probably um, around forty. So uh, I think that there's usually a pretty big gap between uh, the biggest stadiums. Uh, you know, the biggest uh, fan support is forty thousand, and then now we're jumping to hundred thousand. It's certainly a, a drastic change. But uh, like I was telling some people last week, uh, the the intimate atmosphere in Costa Rica. It's very intimidating as well because the fans there, uh, they feel very uh, into the game. Uh, it, it was the most intense atmosphere I've been around. Um, so now you're dealing with a little bit different. You're dealing with more people, a bigger stadium, but maybe it's not as intimate. So there is, it's kind of a different environment, different different uh, pressures that you have to deal with, but at the end of the day, it's going to be an exciting, uh, exciting uh, thing for us to deal with. Do you, think a,
3: do you think a draw, it would be a good result for you to A draw, it would be a good result?
2: Yeah, I think so. Anytime you're on the road, I think a draw is a favorable result, especially in the first leg of a, a final, then you can go home, and now you have your fans support behind you, and then uh, you have a chance to control Thank, Thank you.
4: Jack, you've had some uh, Experience before I think from Costa Rica, so playing in uh, in Mexico, and certainly playing at Azteca, How mm-hmm. do you think that experience will hit you? I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's just another game. You know, we want to go out there and get a result. Uh, I mean, not too many players can say they played in front of hundred thousand people, so uh, that would be quite a experience. I think for pretty much everyone on the team, so it's exciting, but. Uh, you know, we're just trying to go out there and get a result. Some guys are superstitious in a goal-scoring streak. You got a new look? Uh, yeah, uh, I just thought I'd mix it up a bit. Uh, you know, nothing,
2: I'm not too superstitious, so it's just, it's just for fun. What did you learn about Azteca when you were there in preseason? What did you take away from that experience? What stood out? Uh, I think just, you know,
4: coming to Mexico, you know, and CONCACAF MLS teams, you know, they, they have this, I don't know this thing where you know everyone thinks you're going to lose to a Mexican team. You know, it's tough to play here, and uh, you know we came here and got a result, and I think that gave us a lot of confidence, and that's what we have right now is confidence going into the final to play another Mexican team and uh, you know try to get uh, a result.
1: Jack, just a few weeks after you joined the Impact last year, you guys played against Edmonton in the semifinal of the Canadian Championship. You barely made it with a last-ditch effort on a penalty goal. You guys ever think back to that moment? Uh, when you you think about where you are now,
4: yeah, we laugh, we laugh about that quite often. I mean, it's, it's a common joke, you know, at, at the lunch table. Um, but that's just how the game is sometimes, you know. It's uh, you know some teams, you know, you don't play often are going to give you uh, tough you know tough games that you don't expect, and you know maybe because they're an NAS, NASL team, you know, we kind of dropped our level a little bit. But it's part of the game, and what's not matter, what matters right now is that we're here.
0: Do you plan on approaching this game in a similar manner to the way you approach
4: the game with Pachuca? Very, played very deep, um, low block, play on the counter. It's a kind of similar approach tomorrow, or maybe to be more adventurous? I mean, it's a little different because they play a 4 They're going to get more numbers forward. Uh, you know, We're going to have that extra man in the midfield, which can help us with possession. So I think uh, anytime you play a team like this, they're going to have more possession. They're, and, you know, playing in their stadium, they're going to probably, you know, take the game to us, they're going to have to take the game to us, so, uh, you know, we're going to you know hopefully you know see a lot more of the ball and if, if not, we're going to have to hit them on the counter because they're going to throw guys forward and they're going to leave uh, uh, some gaps up top and we have a ton of, you know, attacking players, you know, that are good 1v1 and uh, creating space, so I think uh, it's, a, it's a good matchup for us. Jeff, do
2: you consider uh, tomorrow intimidating uh, the atmosphere you're going to face tomorrow? Is there any fear? I mean, I haven't
4: played there. Um, you know, 100,000 people is pretty intimidating. But at the same time, I went to Costa Rica and there was only 20,000, and that was by far the most intimidating environment I ever played in. Um, definitely not even close to you know to the total amount of people I played in. But you know, that was at the end of the game, I was kind of you know legit scared for my life. So uh, going into this game, if you know, they have the same mentality and uh, you know they're, they're into the game as much as the Costa Ricans, and I think uh, it'll, it'll definitely be at the top of the list.
2: Checklines is an indication of league versus league, and you kind of mentioned it before, unless teams have a reputation for not doing this. How much do you want to prove that wrong, and what kind of opportunity is it, not just for you guys, but maybe for the league that you represent? Yeah, I think if
4: you go, you know, online or you know, just receiving messages from other teams around Major League Soccer, you know, they're all rooting for us. Whereas if you come here and you talk to, uh, you know, a little fan, they want us to win. You know, they want us, no one wants the Mexican team to win here unless you're a Club American America fan. Whereas all the MLS teams want us to win. So I think uh, that, that plays a part as, you know, just giving us confidence and, uh, you know, knowing that the league is behind us and for us to be the first team to win CONCACAF uh, as a you know, Major League Soccer team it's you know, the history, so I think, uh, you know, we're very excited about that, and uh, we, have, we have a good shot.
0: Jack, when you read the comments online in recent, recent days, you feel
1: like America have already their eyes on, on the, the Club World Cup. Do you think it's ine- inevitable, even if you're in the finals, that they take your bid for granted? For sure, I mean,
4: you know, Club America is one of the biggest teams in the world. Uh, they have, they're going through a tough stretch, you know, they lost 4-0, and they play... Uh, uh, Chivas this weekend, next weekend. So uh, you know, maybe they're overtaking us a little bit, and we can use that to our advantage. They, uh, like I said, you know, the Mexican teams. You know, they think we're gonna. They, you know, MLS teams come here, and they, they, it's hard for them to get a result. So uh, you know, we can use that for us. They, uh, we have. We're gonna have sixty thousand people at home too. You know, we're gonna be playing on a turf field where you know it's not too great and. Uh, uh, even the stadium and maybe the environment is something that haven't exactly played in before. So I think uh, most things are leading to uh, us having our fans right now. Sure.
1: When, you were Last a kid, one. <laughs> when you were a kid, a young American soccer fan, did you ever dream of playing in such a setting, in a final of the CONCACAF Champions League?
4: Yes and no. I mean, uh, growing up, you know, you look at more European teams instead of, you know, CONCACAF. You look at the Champions League and, uh, you know, the, the big European teams and uh, for us to have an opportunity um, to have a chance to do it in Concacaf Champions League, you don't you know you don't really think about it until you're really in the moment and uh, to have an opportunity like this to where we can go to you know FIFA Club World Cup and play teams play teams like that you know growing up you watch it it uh, you know it, it really hits you and it's something that you know kind of pushes you and uh, you know, gives you the opportunity and you, you want to make the most of it.
2: Thank you, Jack. Fans, is this the type of uh, atmosphere you've experienced before in other places? Like, are you looking forward to it? I mean, it doesn't happen
3: every day, but uh, it's happened before. I've had it in the World Cup qualifier with Mali, but you know, playing in front of 110,000 people people in Azteca is pretty impressive. It's going uh, to be exciting. Yeah. How
0: do you
3: guys approach this game tactically? You know, is it going to be sort of an ultra defensive uh, kind of game like we saw in Chukko, or do you enjoy to a more higher line there? Yeah, it's going to be alongside, you know, along the same lines. You know, it's um, you know, everyone knows you know, Club America is a great club. They have a really good team and they have a lot of firepower offensively. And we uh, you know it's a team that we have to be very compact. We have to be very disciplined, especially defensively. You know, are we just going to sit back and just you know let them you know come at us? Maybe not. You know, but we're going to be a lot more you know defensive than if we were playing at home for sure.
2: How does it make you feel when, when you see or hear people say, you know, losing 3-1 would be a good result? So I don't think it's a good result. You know, um,
3: we're not here to lose. You know, we're here to get a result, and uh, there's no such thing as losing a game you know, 3-1 and saying it's a good result. There's no such thing in football, at least not in my agenda. So, you know, if people say that, that that's for me to think, but I know for myself and for my teammates and for the guys in the club that we don't, we don't look at as a, as a good result. That's not what we're going for as well. What's the advantage of having the first
0: game on the road and you're
3: finishing up at home? It's an advantage, a little bit, you know. it's uh, if we were to pick how we want the two games to be as probably how we would want it you know um so it's this is a hard place to come and play you know so uh, you know having the advantage of playing here first and then home second at least i think it gives us a
1: little bit of an advantage you talked about bad result if you had to choose a good result what would it be
3: just winning most importantly not conceding and uh I'm not here to just you know guess on in terms of results and stuff, you know. Yeah, ideally a good result here would be to win the game and that concede goal. That'd be very, very good for us. Like, do you feel that they have some something, something to prove uh, tomorrow in front of their fans? They might, so do we. We have something to prove. So we have to prove it. everyone that we're here to win this thing and we are you know we're serious about it, you know. They you know they're coming off a loss 4-0 and uh, listen, this is a team that has a lot of experience and they know what's at stake, you know, so. You know they uh they're going to come out there and just try to win this game but we're just as motivated as they are Becky, okay, what makes them a more difficult beast than Pachuca or i do roster you know they have a lot and a lot of players a lot of quality it's 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 amazing how they can probably field two or maybe three teams that can be competitive you know i think that, that's the advantage of the big big clubs they have you know they have the resources of having the ability to have a lot of player, a lot of quality players on their roster, and
2: Club America is a, is a team that has that. Jack talked about, you know, fellow MLS players reaching out to him and wishing him luck, and the league kind of being behind. Have you heard from people? Do you get that feeling that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been, you know, to be honest,
3: coming to this club uh, in the offseason, season, uh, there was an importance of you know, in terms of Cap, but the support that we've gotten from. You know, teams in the league and players, I mean, even after the games, after the, the game in Costa Rica, the amount of messages and, and emails and phone calls I've gone, it's been unbelievable. I just, I can't remember uh, whether a game or an event that I've had where I've had so many people reach out to me, and you're talking about, you know, people in the league, people in, you know, that I've been, I went to high school with, it's, it's, it's just because in the fact that you're playing in teams like Club America, now you have all the Spanish community in America that's looking at it, you know, some kids that I've played against when I was in high school, you know, they're reaching out to me and say, oh, you guys are playing as Club America, just, you know, it's, uh, the outreach has been fantastic, and, you know, as a player, you just, you just enjoy it, you know, but the support from the league and other teams in the league and other players in the league, it, it feels like the entire league is pulling in one direction, and it's, it's, it's impressive.
1: Does it add more pressure to the actual game?
3: There's enough pressure as it is, you know, I mean that that it just makes you proud of being part of Major League Soccer, and it's not so much pressure, but it 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 makes you that feeling of representing Major League Soccer even more so than than ever, you know, because it's uh, you know guys on other teams when they're they're you know they're behind you and they want you to win and they know that we are here representing the league and it's it's pretty huge.
1: Last question. No. How
3: do you explain the? You mean, how do you compare? There's no comparison. We just started major league soccer right now. We're focused on Concrete CAF, and then we've only played three games with major league soccer, so there's no, there's no explanation. We're worried about that after the Concrete path.
1: Good, thank you. And we're back here on Off the Woodworks special on the road edition live from Mexico City. So we heard Jack Mack, Evan Bush, and uh, backy One thing I'm really interested in. It's the answer Jack Max says that. Yes, I know he did dream of playing in a Champions League, whatever. But the CONCACAF is growing, is growing. And someday it's going to be a good Champions League. And who knows? Uh, who knows what the result's going to be? Anyway, so thanks to the three players for uh, those press conference today. And now you can listen to Mauro Biello, the assistant coach for the Montreal Impact. Uh, part English, part French interview. So I'm going to put the English version right here. And later on, on the first ever edition of La Transversale sur la route, you were able to listen to the uh, French version of the Mauro biello interview. All right, so here's Mauro biello How
0: do you approach this game tactically?
3: The game against Pachuca, you guys had a lot of success. With the low block forcing it to the outside.
0: Uh, Do you expect a kind of a similar approach to tomorrow? Well, this is it's a different team. I think the team uh, Pachuca was very direct, a team that was very strong on the outside, and this is a team that's very strong. Uh, up the middle that's able to uh, do combination play uh, a lot of one-touch combination play trying to get behind you know the, the quick players run off the forwards so uh, you know we worked on that and trying to stabilize their one-twos and try to force them on the outside so it's uh, it's something I mean it's uh, you know watching their games and they play the same way and uh, they're not hiding anything, and they have quality players up the middle. And uh, we need to stabilize and close those spaces for those players. As a coach,
1: what can you do to prepare your team for Estadio Azteca, for the medical big giant?
0: Psychologically, uh, I think. Look, uh, we we the first first weeks, the uh, first uh, days of training. We, you know we wanted to be loose we wanted to, the players to, to enjoy enjoy the moment enjoy training and as we get closer to the game time you know it's about little details it's about now you know having that aggressivity in defense having having that confidence to go forward to make runs and and, and not to be surprised in these moments you know you can't you know when the whistle blows don't be surprised to say oh my God look where I am no you, you're in a final and you've got to live that moment and, uh, and be ready for it
1: so thanks to Mauro Biello all right that pretty much sets the table for the Impacts practice tonight, 6 p.m. at Azteca. I'll be there. I'll talk to people, get their prediction, get their thoughts and the journalists. What do you think is going to happen Wednesday night at Azteca? So that's going to be later tonight on Afterwoodworks live from Mexico City. And coming up next, in like one hour from now, the first ever edition of La Transversale sur la route. So if you're listening to this and you're a French-speaking, Francophone, or just... Interested and curious. Well, what does Kevin speaking in French sounds like? Well, in about one hour you'll find out. And until later tonight for Afterwood works on the road special after the impact practice. Well, have a great football.